0: 5:57 a.m. here on WAX 104.5. It's time to roll and get after these morning chores. Scott with you this morning again. 64 degrees here in Eau Claire. 68 in La Crosse. Marshfield has 63. Green Bay 67. Rice Lake 64. Wausau is at 64. Madison is at 65. Milwaukee is at 69. And my lovely weather reporter down on Iron Ridge tells me it's 64 degrees there. Plenty to do this morning, plenty to look at and listen to. If you
1: test drive a new
0: 2019 Ford F-150 truck, I promise you'll see why more truck owners
2: are switching and driving Ford F-150s.
3: Now through June 30th, 2019, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 STX for only $199 a month.
2: Plus, you get your choice of a free tonneau cover or a spray-in bed liner. I'm Kina,
3: And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 STX for just $199 a month. 24-month lease.
2: $10,500. Miles per year, zero security deposit.
3: This 199 a month lease offer ends June 30th, 2019. We've got a great selection of new 2019 F 150s. If you don't see the truck color or options you're looking for, I'll get it for you.
2: At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, we give everyone our lowest price.
3: So you never have to worry if you paid too much or if you paid more than your neighbor. Come on in, the all new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane.
2: Across from the new Fleet Farm, I 94 and Highway 93.
3: Do
4: you know the secret? We know the secret!
5: Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret.
6: Hi, my name is Linda and I've lost over 54 pounds and over 31 inches and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds
5: and over 41 inches. I know the secret.
7: Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Sheer DC with Eau Claire Weight Loss and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com.
8: We know the
6: secret.
0: Getting underway with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Plenty to do today, plenty to hear. This is WAXX 104.5 FM Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's have a listen to some world and national
4: news. On Twitter, the president warned that if progress is not... Congress. Big deportation begins in two weeks. He said he wants to give Democrats the time to negotiate what he called simple changes to asylum and loopholes. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is expected to meet this week with 9-11 first responders after a backlash over the September 11th Victims Fund. The fund is set to run out of money soon unless Congress takes action. As for McConnell, the Kentucky Republican has said that Congress has never left the 9-11 victims behind, and they won't now. The backlash came from people including comedian and activist John Stewart, who accused lawmakers like McConnell of using the fund as a political bargaining chip. South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete Buttigieg is facing tough questions about the police killing of a black man last week. Following a town hall event in South Bend, the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate said the problem of police violence needs to end. Now this problem has to get solved in my lifetime. I don't know the person or a city that has solved it, but I know that if we do not solve it in my lifetime, it will sink America. At the town hall on Sunday, the crowd sometimes booed and shouted over him, but Mayor Pete answered questions calmly, acknowledging the lack of trust between the black community in South Bend and the police. A bus crash involving a church group has left at least two people dead in Colorado. The crash happened on Interstate 25 near Pueblo. A bus carrying a church group from Denver to New Mexico veered off the highway and slammed into a bridge embankment. Apart from the two who died, the other passengers sustained a variety of injuries. And Disney-Pixar back on top in the box office race. Toy Story 4 made $118 million in its first week in North America's theaters. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise. Who's there even when times are hardest. Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org.
9: Chippewa Valley HelpWarned.com presents the world's worst boss. The one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Good news. I recruited a new head of sales.
10: Dave, we talked about this. You need to run all applicants by HR first.
4: Ah, you already know her. Anexa. say hello to...
10: Hello, I am
11: Anexa. The weather outside is cloudy. No,
4: Anexa, no one asked about the weather. She loves talking about the weather. She must be nervous. It's her first day on the job. Um,
1: she's a machine. And Dave, a
10: virtual assistant can't run an entire sales department. Oh,
7: really? Anexa, say hello to the head of HR, Lisa.
10: Hello, Teresa. No, my name is Lisa. Searching for pizza places
4: in your area. And the best part, she doesn't need health insurance.
9: (laughs) Don't be
6: a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave.
0: Again, 64 degrees here at the Wax 104.5 studio as we roll with the morning chores. La Crosse has 68, Marshfield is 63, Green Bay 67, Rice Lake 64, Washai is 64, Madison is at 65, Milwaukee 69. Iman Ridge, my lovely weather reporter, says it's 64 degrees. We're looking for another cooler than average day today, but uh, with uh, and with some chances of scattered showers through most a lot of the day that rain is expected to exit this evening today we're looking at a high of 73 with a low of 58 tomorrow a high of 82 with a low of 60 and wednesday a high of 82 with a low of 62 let's have a look at the morning markets the first look at the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things: fed beef steers are at one o nine and a half to one sixteen. Mixed are selling for ninety five to one o nine. Fed beef heifers are one o one o nine and a half to one fifteen, with mixed ninety five to one o nine. Fed Holstein steers are eighty two to ninety and three quarters, with select and choice going for sixty to eighty two. Cows are at forty two to fifty one, with the top selling at sixty eight. Bulls are 77 to 91, butcher hogs are 52 and down, sows are 32 to 36 with boars 12 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are 130 to 145 and feeder lambs are a dollar to a dollar 50 on the livestock futures uh, screens. Live cattle for June Are at 106.55 down 162. August 102.22 down 172. October 104.15 down 142. December 109.02 down 70 cents. Feeder cattle for August are at 133.67. That's down a dollar two. September 134.05 down 132. October 134.50, down 132. November 134.87, down 132. And January 133.47, down 102. And lean hogs for July are at 76.25, that's down $3. August 77.90, that's down $3. October 72.72, again down $3. In December, seventy-two thirty-five. That's down two ninety-two. The first look at the dairy markets. Uh, the cheese market ended Friday with barrels at one seventy-three and three quarters, up one and three quarters. Forty-pound blocks, one eighty-two and a half, up a quarter. And grade AA butter at two thirty-nine, up a quarter. Class three futures, jun- June is at sixteen thirty, up one. July, 17.08, down three. August, 17.35, down three. September, 17.55, up two. And those prices otherwise look to be up through December. Christensen Sales is having an auction on Monday, July 1st, starting at 11.30 a.m. at the Randy Plaska Farm, 6078 3rd Avenue, Rudolph. There are very few small items on this auction. Tractors and skid steer, forage equipment and planting and tillage machinery include chopper, disc and planter, plus general farm and milking equipment. For more details, call Christensen Sales at 715-223-6345.
3: Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire.
0: 5.08 a.m. at Wax 104.5. A look at some of the farm news around the countryside. Wisconsin agriculture groups are applauding a U.S. Department of Agriculture decision to adjust some of the insurance requirements for late planting and prevented planting deadlines. Farmers who collected crop insurance payments but planted cover crops on fields where normal crop planting was prevented by heavy rain and flooding will be allowed to harvest those cover crops or have animals graze on them as early as September 1st. During most years, farmers can't use crops from from prevented planted fields until after November 1st. However, matters such as winter kill of alfalfa and this year's extended winter conditions have left many farmers without enough forage to feed their animals. The policy change, effective only for this year, was announced Friday by the USDA's Risk Management Agency officials. Well... I got to sit and talk with Tammy Baldwin, our U.S. senator, on the telephone the other day. And we talked trade and where we are with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement as far as the Congress
6: is concerned. Here's what Tammy had to say. There is movement now. Uh, for a while, we were waiting for uh, the Trump administration, the Department of Commerce, to finish its... Uh, uh, analysis of the the trade deal that was reached by the negotiators. Um, the next step is introduction of what we call implementing legislation. Right. so this deals with um, you know if the trade deal requires some of our laws to be tweaked or changed um, in order to uh, implement it um, that needs to be drafted and so we're waiting for the introduction of implementation legislation. Uh, I'm sure my colleagues and I will all study that carefully, make sure that um, the uh, provisions of the new trade deal are actually enforceable. Right. Uh, a big, you know, it can't just be words on paper. They have to be enforceable. And, uh, and then we'll move from there.
1: Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. Oh, how I love this time of year. The sunshine, playing outside, and of course, pool time. While it may be okay to smell chlorine in the pool, it's not okay in your kitchen sink, in your shower, or your laundry. When it comes to your home's water, kick chlorine to the curb. Visit me, Gibby the Goldfish, online at gibsonswatercare.com.
9: For all your water problems, trust Gibson's
4: Water Care, locally owned, American-made products. Go online to schedule a free in-home water analysis.
6: Gibson's Water
8: Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
0: Five eleven a.m. here at Wax 104.5. You know, I've been blessed to have some mighty nice jobs in my life. This, of course, is one of them, and part of that blessing is to get around to some of the dairy breakfasts in the state of Wisconsin during June. That's just out-and-out fun and good food and get to see a lot of the countryside and visit with people that we don't get to visit with every day of the week. And this weekend, I took in the Buffalo County Dairy Breakfast down by Cochran, an outstanding goat operation down there with, by the way, some outstanding goat cheese. And then uh, yesterday, we went over to the uh, Haig Brothers Farm by Colby, east of Colby on Highway N, and took in the Colby Dairy Breakfast. Again, what an operation, Uh what, I think it's 1,200 head, 1,250 head. They're milking at the Hague Brothers Farm. Great family operation and uh, great facilities. Well, while I was sitting there eating, a brec- eating breakfast, uh, wouldn't you know I, I kind of happened to sit down by Dustin Gooms, whose family hosted that very dairy breakfast last year in a very nice machine shed at their farm. Luck would have it or no luck would have it. They had a fire in that machine shed this past year or this just a a week ago, a couple of weeks ago here. And I I talked with Dustin about uh, what went on and and the luck of the draw we got this year, especially in that part of the countryside where planting corn and soybeans is concerned. And then on top of it to have that uh, equipment fire. He told me about the fire.
9: Well, the morning of uh, June 1st, we had a shed fire. One of our tractors had shorted out and caught fire and uh, took down all of our equipment and uh, the whole pole shed that we hosted the dairy breakfast in last year. What
0: a spring with luck. Uh, The folks in the western part of the state don't quite get the challenges that folks in the Clark Marathon County area here can have planting wise, even on a good year, you didn't have a lot of stuff in by June 1st, did you?
9: No, we had very little of our soybeans in and only about 50% of our corn planted. So um, I guess by that time now, after the shed fire, we decided that no more corn was going to go in without a corn planter anymore. And, uh, yeah, it's been definitely a struggling spring with the weather um, to get crops in. And then to put that on top of it definitely made it more difficult for us.
0: What's next for you? You're going to pick her up and keep going?
9: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Can't give up, so... uh, here today at this beautiful shed, uh, just looking at ideas and um, to rebuild here. So
0: that's Dustin Gums, last year's host of the Colby area dairy breakfast. I'm Scott Schultz on Wax 104.5. We wish that family the best over there. Like I said, everything seems to come together um, some years, and this is one of those years, especially for the Gums family over there by Colby. A little bit more of the farm news, the official toy tractor has been released for this year's Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Organizers of the event said the 1600 Oliver tractor with a 74H mounted corn picker is available for purchase prior to the show, which will be July 23rd through the 25th at Walters Green Farm near Grelton in Jefferson County. Information about purchasing one of the toy tractors is available by contacting the Jefferson County University of Wisconsin Extension Office. While this year's Farm Technology Days is down in Jefferson County, organizers here in Eau Claire County are preparing for that 2020 Farm Technology Days show at Hunsinger Farms here near Eau Claire. That Eau Claire-hosted show will be July 21st through the 23rd in 2020. And by the way, if you have any ideas on what you might be able to do to help out with that show as a volunteer, please give the University of Wisconsin Extension Office here in Eau Claire a call. Uh, talk with anybody there in the office, really. They'll get you to the right people. Mark Hagedorn, the UW Extension agent, is uh, is uh, playing a big role in the show. Well, as are a lot of people. But uh, Mark uh, truly is looking for a lot more volunteers. That show comes up very quickly. And, hey, if you happen to like taking a selfie every now and again, um, take a selfie of yourself out on the farm. Go to our website, 20 com. Scroll down to the bottom of the Bob page for a link. And I think it also is actually on the home page, the 20inarowwax.com um home page, a link to our Selfie on the Farm contest. Take and link your photo, your selfie of whatever you're doing on the farm. Have, have fun with it. Have fun with your animals, uh, taking selfies with them, whatever it is. But uh, link it up there, and you get a chance to win a pair of three-day passes to Country Jam and also coupons for Countryside Cooperative. It's a it's a great fun thing and you know even aside uh, go to the WAX 104.5 Facebook page one way or the other and have a good time go to my Facebook page and post up some of your pictures one way or the other whether you want to be part of that contest or not we like to see uh great things and great fun all the time Hey Bob was down at the FFA convention during the last week, a good part of last week. And um, when he got back, he tracked down the new section officers in sections one, two, three, and four. And today I'm going to have the report from Bob uh, with the interviews from the section one and two officers. And here's Bob with that report.
10: The Wisconsin FFA officer team for 2019-2020 is in place, and we're going to talk to the four leaders of the FFA for Sections 1, 2, 3, and 7 in our area. And let's go to Section 1 first. Ryan Erickson from the Barron FFA is the new officer. And, uh, Ryan, first of all, congratulations. Thank you very much. Have you guys set up your responsibilities as far as vice president, secretary, treasurer, and all that? And what kind of a position are you going to have? What's it going to say in your jacket?
12: It's going to say vice president on my jacket this year. We had a meeting uh, shortly after we were elected to decide who was best at what and who was going to serve as what officer, and I ended up as a vice president, so I'm really looking forward to that.
10: It looks like you're going to be the center on the basketball team, too, for the FFA.
12: Oh, that'd be I sure wish, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
10: He's a tall, young man. Hey, Ryan, out of the uh, Barron FFA, and and you went through FFA, you had a couple of different uh, FFA instructors during your career there. Did they both help you shape this uh, idea of being an officer or one more influential than the other?
12: Yeah, I did have the opportunity to have a couple different ag teachers. My freshman year in high school, I had Keith Kolpak at the end of his teaching career, and then uh, we had Miss uh, Kristen Hansen come in after that, and she's been a great help to me. She was a state officer a number of years ago, and they both really encouraged me and helped me, and um, I've definitely had a lot more time and experiences with Kristen and Miss Hansen, but uh, Mr. Kolpak came back and helped me prepare for state office even more. And so I really appreciate both their influences they've had on me.
10: When did you decide you wanted to try to become a state officer?
12: It's been in the back of my mind for a, a couple of years now, but it was actually when I was at National Convention this last year, I had the opportunity to receive my American degree this year. And just being on that trip and taking in the whole convention and speaking with other ag teachers that knew me and they were all encouraging me to run, it gave me the confidence and the motivation to to do this, so I'm really excited about it. When you were at Barron High School in the FFA
10: and the Ag program, what kind of classes did you take? What all did you get involved in during your years at Barron?
12: Uh, large Animal Science was one of my favorite classes, but I took about any Ag and Shop class I could. Um, I, my SAE was in Beef Production on my family's beef farm, and so any class I could take that related to that or really any other Ag topic I always enjoyed. So.
10: So tell me about uh, the home operation, the beef operation, what kind of a, you got, is it uh, cow-calf operation, feedlot, purebred, what are you doing?
12: Mm-hmm. We have uh, Simmental Angus cross cattle, uh, we usually have about 20 to 25 calves every spring, uh, raise up a few steers here and there too, so just enough to keep us busy.
10: And what's the future with that herd as far as you're concerned? you want to extend that herd and stay with the family, start your own operation, what do you want to do?
12: Uh, I'd like to you know, build on the herd we already have. Um, I've always liked beef cattle and I hope to have beef cattle moving on in the future. I've uh, started my own herd now. This year I had four calves and then I've also um, got about 10 sears I'm raising right now. So just kind of getting my feet on the ground and trying to get a start somewhere. So.
10: And you graduated a couple of years ago, so you've already got a little uh, post-high school education. In fact, you got a you got a degree. Where'd you go and what'd you get it in?
12: Yeah, I actually, after I graduated high school in 2017, I went to WITC in Rice Lake and took their construction and cabinetry program the last two years, which I really enjoyed and really learned a lot. Uh, someday I'd like to have my own cabinetry and woodworking shop, as well as my own beef herd, so that's kind of my long-term goals as of now.
10: Use the cabinet to pay the bills and the beef is a hobby.
12: Exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
10: What are you looking forward to this year, Ryan, as you go into the year as the FFA officer?
12: I'm just looking forward to meeting and uh, serving and getting to know so many amazing members across the state. I know some of the past state officers I've had the chance to interact with have been very influential to me, and so... I'd like the chance to have that same influence on younger members in the FFA.
10: Good luck, and have a great year. Thank you very much. All right, again, that's Ryan Erickson, Barron, who is the vice president member of the state officer team, leading Section 1. Section 2 is, again, from the Ellsworth FFA, two years in a row. This time it's Lindy Augustine. And, uh, Lindsay, did Paige Nelson encourage her or give any help as far as getting ready to be a state officer?
2: Yes, she did. Um, When I was prepping for state office, I would always go to Paige and ask her questions and for advice. And so she's been really helpful throughout the whole process.
10: And I know down at State Convention, mentioned, uh, your advisor was probably more excited to, than you are about becoming a state officer. That has to help to know there's so much enthusiasm in the chapter supporting you.
2: Yes, um, I have had a lot of support from my chapter, and uh, I was able to actually pick them out in the in the crowd when I was called up on the stage, and that was just amazing.
10: What is it like to be uh, called up on the stage that you're going to be one of the ten leaders of this organization, a huge organization in Wisconsin high school education? Uh,
2: It's amazing. I was speechless. I was really surprised that I was actually called up on that stage, and it's just an amazing opportunity.
10: Well, you're a recent graduate, so uh, tell me about uh, your involvement in FFA in high school and activities, competitions, whatever.
2: Yes, so I... Was I competed in parliamentary procedure and um, livestock judging and I was always in the ag room just seeing what I could do to help and um, most of my classes in high school were ag classes so I was always in the ag room.
10: So what's uh, the future? Obviously, it sounds like you want to stay in agriculture after this year is over and after future education. What are those plans?
2: I plan on attending the University of Wisconsin-River Falls and double majoring in agriculture education and animal science. And my long-term goal is to be able to be a high school ag teacher.
10: And uh, what we'd like to specialize. Every teacher seems to have a specialty area, be it livestock or crops or things like that. Sounds to me like livestock is where you want to go.
2: Yes, most definitely. I want to specialize in the livestock area.
10: So as this year goes along, what are you going to do? Full-time as an officer, obviously, but is that going to allow you to do any educational activities at all?
2: The first semester, I'll do an internship, so um, through River Falls, I can do an internship that correlates with my state office, so I will do a couple papers throughout the semester and then get electives um, for it, and then second semester, I'm planning on taking a couple classes online, depending on um, what the schedule looks like for the second part.
10: When you guys go to school for chapter visits, or when you go to the... the uh... Ag Banquets for FFA Chat. What kind of a message at this point, have you thought about what kind of a message you'd like to share with the students and the families and others that are at those meetings and banquets?
2: Uh, A message that I have thought of is just um, find what you're passionate about in FFA and share that with others um, through your community, through your chapter, and um, your passion will, will show while you're talking to other people
10: about it. So as far as uh, your office, are you vice president too, or what kind of an office have you got?
2: Yes, I am also a vice president.
10: Good luck, and have a great year. Thank you. And once again, that's Lindsay Augustine from the Ellsworth FFA chapter, the second year in a row that the Ellsworth FFA will have an FFA officer. She succeeds Paige Nelson, who served this past year. Also, Ryan Erickson from the Barron FFA chapter, He, too, serving, as he said, as a vice president, representing Section 1 for the 2019-2020 Wisconsin FFA officer team. Next time, we'll talk to the officers who have been elected to serve in Section 3 and in Section 7 when we talk to more of the state officers on our Wisconsin FFA officer team for 2019-2020. I'm Bob Bosold. And we hope to hear that report tomor- during tomorrow's
0: morning show, uh, our farm show here at Wax 104.5, as we make that part of our morning chores. And I think I said one, two, three, and four sections before. And, of course, as Bob pointed out there, it's sections one, two, three, and seven that he's been talking with. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock after this. Country Jam USA, celebrating our
5: 30th anniversary with Keith Urban, Jay Owen, careful, Toby Key, Baron Morris. I'd
2: be
5: Country Jam USA, sponsored in part by Sonics July 18th through the 20th in Eau Claire. Our biggest and most exciting jam ever. Go to CountryJamWI.com for tickets and camping information. That's CountryJamWI.com. Three incredible days, 30 years in the making. Country Jam USA.
0: 5:28 28 a.m. here at Wax 104.5, and I have the weekend fish killer, Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock. How are you doing,
5: Rocky? Hey, doing good, doing good. So
0: exactly how much fish killing did you do this week?
5: Oh, let's see, what day did I go? on? Saturday? Yeah. Oh, I probably caught 100. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, they're spawning, huh?
5: Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Oh, no, you we don't got, think so? Got lucky before the rain, they were hit, and then...
0: Wow. Yeah, it's fun. A, some bluegills, crappies. What else? Bluegills,
5: crappies, bats yeah. No, taste the it. season. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Things aren't even warming up in the lake
5: really, probably yet, are they? Yeah, no, I don't think too much there. And uh, yeah. no, it was the fish were biting heavy.
0: That's good to hear. So, how are the markets doing?
5: Let uh, us know good. about that. All right. Thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, This is our last week's auction. Shaped up at Premier Livestock. We did sell over 3,100 head of livestock on the fed cattle. High choice and prime Holstein steers 86 to 90. Low choice and select Holstein steers 72 to 85. Your choice beef steers and heifers sold 105 to 114.50. Market cows sold lower. High-yielding cows 61 to 70. Most of the cows 42 to 60. Market bulls high-yielding 75 to 92.50. Low-yielding below 70. Organic Market cows sold on Mondays, high-yielding 70 to 85, uh, lower-yielding 45 to 69. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, sold lower. Uh, Best calf market was on Monday. Most of them calves bringing 35 to 125. A few of Monday's top calves bringing 125 to 145. Beef cross calves 100 to 285. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 65. Big week this week at Premier. Uh, Tuesday we got our special uh, beef breeding bull, bred stock cow-cow-calf pair, and large feeder cattle auction. We're expecting six to 700 head. Uh, we do start with the breadstock cows at 11. If you're bringing breadstock cows, we do need them into the barn by 11 a.m. for preg checks. Wednesday, uh, dairy cattle auction. We're expecting over 400 head of dairy cattle. Very large auction. Uh, herd number one coming out of Iowa. we got got 160 Holstein and Red Holstein dairy cows. Parlor Freestyle, 75-pound tank average on test. Lots of young, fancy cows in there lots of fancy red and whites Um, very good herd herd number two we got 100 Holstein Freestar parlor cows Uh, we are going to sell some top end registered Holstein breeding bulls that are big enough and ready for cows one of them including a fancy red and white then this Thursday we got our machinery auction that's going to start at 9.30am with small farm items and moving on to the bigger equipment full listing of all this equipment uh, pictures of the cows we're selling Wednesday check it all out on our website that'll be at Premier Livestock and dot com, or you can give us a call at Premier seven one five two two nine twenty five hundred. Like I said, as always, give us a call anytime. That's the way the market shaped up, Scott.
0: I'm glad you got that fishing in this weekend because it doesn't sound by your schedule like you're going to have a lot of fishing time this week.
5: No, nope, and it sounds like we'll be uh, <laughs> between uh, between rain showers all week, so
0: yeah, we can make that rain
5: stop, can't we? Yep. We, yep. It- we got a pretty good
0: soaker now. So. Yep, that's we're done for for me. All right, Rocky, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Scott. Bye. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's have a look at some of the local morning news. Authorities in Polk County are quiet about the identity of the person killed in an RV accident over the weekend. Deputies said the driver ran off rav- Ravine Drive Saturday afternoon and it ended up in some trees. The crash set the RV on fire. There's no word what caused the crash. No one else was hurt. Prosecutors are losing some of their evidence against the uh, man they say killed a mother of two last year. A judge on Friday said La Crosse police didn't read Eric Sackett his Miranda rights when questioning him about Aaron Samvotvili's death. Sackett's lawyers... Also wanted police searches of his phone tossed out, but that didn't go far. Sackett's trial is supposed to start in October. The sheriff in Adams County is canceling the underwater search for a missing boy near Wisconsin Dells. Crews have been looking for 11-year-old Jameson Miller since he slipped under the water on the Wisconsin River on Tuesday. Deputies said they will still work the river, looking for the boy's body, but crews will no longer dive beneath the water to search. The March to Madison is underway. Several Democratic politicians, public school union, union leaders, and kids started their 60-mile march to the Capitol on Sunday, or Saturday, rather, they will make several stops along the way, then arrive in Madison tomorrow. The group is hoping to convince Governor Tony Evers and lawmakers to agree to spend more money on public schools in the next state budget. The Brewers did just enough to get their latest win over the Cincinnati Reds. Milwaukee used 12 strikeouts from Brandon Woodruff, as well as a home run from Travis Shaw and Orlando Arcia to beat the Reds 7-5 yesterday at Miller Park. The win gave the Brewers a series split. And Governor Evers' administration is recommending strict water standards... The move comes after the harm, uh, harmful group of chemical compounds that have been found in groundwater and drinking water in Wisconsin, including in Madison. The compounds include chemicals which can last in the environment for long periods of time and can be damaging to human health, officials say. The State Department of Health Services recommended safe limits in groundwater for about 27 new substances. The limits would essentially regulate the cleanup of polluted sites. And we're hoping maybe for a little break in the rain for today and tonight. How is that
1: looking, Monica? Well, Scott, um... It's not going to be a washout, but uh, we are going to keep seeing uh, some scattered showers and storms for today and into at least early tonight. But by about 9, 10 o'clock, I think the majority of the area will be done. And into the overnight hours, we're going to clear out and should have a mainly dry Tuesday and Wednesday. But as for today, we're going to want to have the umbrellas at least on standby. It's also going to be a little cooler than average and better than yesterday. We got to 69 on Sunday. Today, lower seventy. And we are still seeing some areas of fog out there now, so make sure, in addition to needing the windshield wipers, you also have the fog lights on. Then into tonight, down to 58, it'll be cloudy early with uh, some storms, but then those all do clear out, and uh, we get back to a clear sky. Tomorrow, 82 with sunshine, maybe a stray shower in our far northern counties. Most of us stay dry and breezy. Wednesday also looks beautiful and summer-like with sunshine, 82. And then mid-80s, Thursday through the weekend, with a little more humidity and a few more storm chances. Right now in Eau Claire, foggy and 65, I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott.
0: Okay, Monica, down in Osseo this evening, late this afternoon, 5.30 and 6 o'clock, we start our Osseo Farmers Market and the Park Beat Summer Music Series in Central Park at Osseo. Can you give me a 50-50 chance? What are we looking at? Maybe for getting through with that without rain?
1: Um, I'm I'm going to be optimistic and say that uh, that we'll miss out on most of the showers, but they are going to be pretty hit or miss. So I'd say there's about a, <laughs> mm, we'll, we'll be optimistic. I'll say a 60% chance that you'll get uh, through it dry, but have the umbrella just in case. All right, Monica. Thanks for that uplifting information.
0: You're welcome. All right, Monica over at SkyWarn13 telling us that I'm thinking we might be good to go with tonight's Park Beat Summer Music Series and Osseo Farmers Market down there at Osseo. Premier Livestock and Withy will have a special spring beef breeding bull, stock cow, cow, cow-calf pair, and feeder cattle auction on Tuesday, June 25th at 11 a.m., expecting 600 to 700 head. On Wednesday, June 26th at 11 a.m., there will be a big dairy cattle auction, two big herd dispersals. Herd number one, 160 high-quality Holstein and red Holstein dairy cows, parlor Freestall. Lots of top fancy cows. Herd number two, 100 Holstein parlor Freestall Cows. Plus, registered Holstein Bowls on the auction. June is Dairy Month. Premier Livestock is serving free soft-serve ice cream at Wednesday's Dairy Auction. There will also be a machinery auction on Thursday, June 27th. Starting with small items at 9.30 a.m. Large items to follow. Premier Livestock is Wisconsin's newest and fastest-growing auction, selling 2,000 to 3,000 head every week. Check out their website at com or give them a call at 715 Two nine two five zero zero. Five thirty-seven a.m. here at Wax one hundred four point five and sixty-four degrees. Some fog and spots around the countryside, as you heard Monica say. Uh, up on Iman Ridge, I'll tell you, it was pretty foggy when I drove in earlier this morning. But of course, the sun is now up, and who knows what it looks like out there? I don't have a window in here, unfortunately. But anyway, we should look good uh, for off and on today with missing some rain, Uh, though they're going to be scattered around, Monica said. Let's have a listen to Mark Koger's report from how things ended last week at Equity here in Altoona, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Market. What do you have over there, Mark?
8: Choice beef steers and heifers here on Thursday selling from 90 to a dollar two. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 84 to 88. Choice Holstein steers 80 to 84. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 80 and down. 20% of slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 52 to 58. We copped at 60. 60% of cows selling 40 to 52 with 20% of cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 65 to 75. Thin, full, Bulls over a ton, horn bulls, all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday, selling from $20 to $70 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from $100 to $200 per head, with the like-poor-quality
5: calves selling $20 per head and down. Have a great day.
0: And we have Jerry Fitzgerald from Stratford Equity on with us this morning. Jerry, what's your grain gauge say over that way? Well, Scott, and a good morning to
8: you. Uh, Well, we've got to just check here a little bit ago. Since this thing started, whenever Saturday evening, early Sunday morning, Uh, we do have six-tenths of an inch, so nothing real major. But, uh, uh, you know, it just uh, some areas don't really need any rain. We need sunshine and heat, and I guess that's coming later this week. But kind of a, uh, well, kind of an up-and-down weather pattern here. Chances showers all week, I guess, huh? off and on.
0: It sounds like off and on. And, boy, yesterday over at that Colby Dairy Breakfast, what a shop and shed the Hague brothers had over there, and it was a good thing because uh it kept us all out of the rain.
8: Yeah, and it's a, uh, well, yeah, that's a huge shed they put up there, so it's um, always a always a good opportunity there, like you said, to meet folks and have some good food. and Well, we're not done yet. we got another weekend going. I know there's one over by Greenwood next Sunday, isn't
0: there? Absolutely, at the Stiglitz Farm. I look forward to that one. As long as they, you know, sometimes they put the gates up for me in Clark County. they. Say, we remember you, and... Nah, I'm kidding. They they were inviting <laughs> over there. <laughs>
8: well, you can... Uh, you certainly must have some pull with the law enforcement folks over there, and Neal's will just kind of call them and tell them you're coming, and they'll kind of let <laughs> Yeah, you they know. know
0: me well. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, how's the market going over there, Jerry? Okay, uh, Scott,
8: thank you, and uh, a very good morning to everyone, and this will be the sales schedule uh, this upcoming week here, both in Stratford and in Thorpe. Uh, of course, we will get underway... Um, Uh, Monday morning here in Stratford at 9.30 this morning, we'll sell overnight cattle first. Uh, Of course, we'll start with those cows also selling fat cattle uh, uh, this morning and also slaughter bulls. We'll get to those baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour here this morning in Stratford. Then this afternoon, we'll finish up with the rest of the market cattle. Uh, Tomorrow Tuesday, dairy sale tomorrow Tuesday will be at Horse Stables in Thorpe. Uh, That will start at 11 o'clock. And also a market auction will be in Stratford tomorrow, also does start at 11 o'clock. And uh, now we'll move to Wednesday, market auction in Stratford here uh, will start at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Also sells Wednesday. We do sell sheep, hog, and goats on Wednesday, along with the baby calves. Feeder cattle auction in Stratford on Wednesday is a noontime start. And then, of course, the regular market auction on Thursday does start at 11 a.m. here in Stratford. And I guess just a few uh, trends from the close last week. Uh, Again, um, new numbers for today, so we won't... uh, Uh, elaborate on too many numbers. But again, we did see a weaker trend on the most markets at the close last week, on the uh, market cows and on the uh, uh, fat cattle and also on the calves. So we'll have to wait and see how things shape up here on Monday sale today. And also, uh, uh, we'll have more to say about this as we get later on in the week. But of course, next week uh, will be July 4th. There will be no sale on Thursday, July 4th. So that... That sales schedule is on our website already for next week. You, you folks can look at that at Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And, of course, uh, any other questions, Seven one five six eight seven four one zero one is our phone number here in Stratford. So uh, that will be uh, about all we have for you this morning, Scott. Again, uh, busy week coming up as per usual. And, uh, well, I guess, uh, I don't know, some folks are making hay. Some folks are still trying to plant some soybeans, I guess. You know, you talk to folks around, but it's... Uh, Man, we're in the last week of June here, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, kind of an unsettled weather pattern this week, the way it looks.
0: Yeah, it sure is. Uh, we'll see what happens. Thanks a lot, Jerry. We'll talk well, to you God, tomorrow. You
8: enjoy the you enjoyed today, and we'll be back here
0: tomorrow morning. And
8: uh,
0: uh, is Bob going to be back, or is he still? Uh, I believe he... he's he's still uh, traveling tomorrow morning. Yet, so we'll see him when. Okay, While well, you uh, drive careful,
8: and uh, we will talk to you because I know Al uh, is. <laughs> I don't have to tell you, you come in in the morning, there's a lot of deer out there. Oh, my, are there
0: deer all over the place. And the uh, roadside ditches are just, uh, the grass is high enough right now that uh, on most county trunk highways and town roads right now, wow, you don't know where they are. You know, you always kind of wonder
8: for all of us deer hunters... Where are they in November?
0: (laughs) That's right. I think that every year. (laughs) All right, Jerry. All right, Jerry, we'll talk to you tomorrow. tomorrow. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. We'll be hearing from Michelle over at Tureen
10: in a moment. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with Holsteintrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at Holsteintrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. 16
0: before 6 here at Wax 104.5. Michelle is on from over at Tureen Livestock. Michelle, how are you doing? I'm
11: doing well.
0: Great. Happy Uh, Monday. You you got uh, your hair wet and everything yesterday, I suppose, while you were out on your
11: daily jaunt. Yeah, and what a nice rain, though. I mean, it helped my garden out, so hopefully the crops will grow. I I have to tell you,
0: I have to tell you, my Mm -hmm. wife, Dee, actually came into my office in the house yesterday afternoon. I'd been grumbling about the weather, and uh, rightfully so for the crops and everything out there, but uh, she came in and she said, uh, you need to look back and remind yourself about some of the good that, in the long run, comes from the rain that's falling right now, and She's right. Exactly. We, we can't
4: it
11: lose was track nice. To that. Yep. And it was getting a little dry, so I mean, yeah. it was nice to get a nice shower. So yeah. I'm sure yeah. that there's some people that could disagree with that, but
4: right. And
0: now it can stop for a day or two.
11: <laughs> yes, exactly. And right. hopefully the humidity will make some of these crops grow. So really oh, that's good. right.
0: All right. Tell us what's going on at the market.
11: All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of June 17th at Terrain livestock Market. In the slot of market for the week, we tapped at 64. 81% of the cows, so from 46 and above. Market cows are 55 to 63, low-yielding cows 45 to 54. Thin-in week cows 44 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 80 to 89. Selects were 79 and down. For B-type steers and, and heifers, choice and prime, 85 to 106 selects were 82 and down. In the bull market, high-olding beef types came in at 68 to 80 with the utilities at 65 and down. In the replacement calf, my fixed quality hosting bull calves were so from 40 to $116 per head Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Hosting average calves were 10 to $65 per head. Beef calves, 100 to $255 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs are 42 to $49.5. Cows were 21 to $45.5. Boars were $20.5 and down. Our next show will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call the market. At seven one five six six nine seven one two seven, and of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. for all the butcher and ear Your family-owned and operated market. Have a great day.
0: That sounds good, Michelle. I'll I'll have a great day.
11: I'm, it's you gonna be that. a great day.
0: We're gonna make it a great day, aren't we?
11: You're the only one that can make it a great day, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: we'll talk <laughs> with you again soon. I think what tomorrow? Yeah. Yes, all right. We'll talk talk tomorrow, Michelle. Michelle over at Green Livestock
1: at Thorpe. Summers here. Be ready with waterproof sweat-resistant brows enhanced up to forty-eight hours with unbelievable brow longwear brow gel by L'Oreal Paris. Find it in the makeup aisle at your local retailer. Try America's number one mascara, L'Oreal Paris Voluminous Original, with a volume-maximizing brush that quickly thickens for up to five times fuller lashes. See your local paper for $2 savings. L'Oreal Paris, because you're worth it. L'Oreal USA calculation based on unit sales reported by Nielsen XAOC for 52 weeks, ending March 16, 2019. 5.48
0: 5.48 a.m. on Wax 104.5. Still rolling with the morning chores. Bob got a hold of UW's forage specialist, Dan Undersander, and they talked, did some talking about uh, second crop and what those yields might look like down the line this year.
10: Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us this morning on our next Grow alfalfa Update program. And Dan, I... Uh... Talked to a lot of producers, I know you do too, and boy, there aren't many, if any, that are saying the first crop was a good one this year compared to past years, and the first crop is down, what do we have to look for for second crop?
7: Well, the good news, Bob, is that the performance of first cutting doesn't have much to do with how good or bad second cutting is going to be. Generally speaking, first cutting was down probably because of all the cool weather that we had. Alfalfa doesn't do very well when the temperatures are below 75, and we haven't had a lot of days below that during the first cutting growing period. It's going to get warmer over the next uh, couple weeks. So with adequate moisture, uh, we should be able to expect that we would have a, a good yield for the next cutting. In most cases, we had good moisture in the soil prior to first cutting, and that's really important for the uh, roots to reestablish themselves and give us a good yield on second cutting. Remember that every time we cut alfalfa, the roots die back a little bit. And the first thing that has to happen for, is for them to regrow, and then they take up nutrients, and then we have a good output of top growth. So because we generally had good soil moisture when we cut and we're likely to have warm weather, Assuming that we have fertilized after first cutting, uh, that we have a good nutrient level, I would expect that our yields uh, could be quite good. Uh, We're going to be partway into the season without a drought, apparently, and that would be the major thing at this point that could reduce the yield of the next cutting. The important thing to keep in mind is that in order to optimize that cutting, make sure that we have adequate potassium on the alfalfa, We need to make sure that we have adequate uh, sulfur on the alfalfa. Remember that every crop that we harvest for forage, whether it's corn silage, grass, or alfalfa, removes about five pounds of sulfur per ton, and we have to replace that if we want a a good crop. The other thing that we're seeing, of course, is that a lot of uh, fields have some aphanomyces in them because our conditions have been so wet If you planted a good resistant variety, you should be okay with that. If not, uh, that could be a problem, and that will generally show up as oval circles in the field that are a little bit stunted or yellow. But uh, overall, uh, the weather's turning warm. With fertilization and the good moisture that we've had, I'm optimistic that the next cutting of yield will be very good.
10: That's good to hear. Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with them once again this morning on our Next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Next Grow Alfalfa offers ultimate flexibility with their extensive line of conventional Roundup Ready and Harv Extra Alfalfa Seed, allowing you to achieve top yield potential and high forage quality. They're proud to introduce Next Grow 6409 HVXR with Harv Extra Alfalfa Trait, the industry's first alfalfa trait designed to give you the flexibility to choose between higher alfalfa quality or delay harvest thanks to a wider cutting window to maximize your yield potential. With Next Grow Alfalfa, you'll also find 6422Q, the variety that swept the commercial Division for seven of the last eight years at the World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, plus a full portfolio of conventional and Roundup Ready varieties, including 6472A NextGrows race two of resistant variety, a top choice for wet, heavy or saturated soil. And in addition, it has an excellent forage quality rating. 6424R NextGrows newest glyphosate tolerant variety with race two of resistant that offers protection on those wet, heavy soils while delivering exceptional forage quality. To learn more about Next. Grow alfalfa. See your local dealer or visit plantnextgrow.com.
0: Eight minutes before six as we head toward the milk house with this morning's chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at some of those grain markets, the green futures for July. Corn is at 443, up one. Oats for July at two seventy seven is down two. July soybeans for July July soybeans rather are at nine oh seven. That's up four. July soybean meal three hundred seventeen dollars and seventy cents a ton. That's up two dollars and ten cents. And July wheat is at five twenty two, up three. Country elevator prices on the corn side. The country elevate, countryside co op elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. All are at 383. Stevens Point is at 403. Elk Mound, 392. Sparta, 389. Ellsworth at 375. Corn at the ethanol plants. Boyceville is at 391. Stanley, 397. And New Richmond, 391. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at 812. Stevens Point is at 812. Elk Mound at 829, Sparta is at 809, and Ellsworth is at 812. On the dairy side, the week ended with barrels of cheese at 173 and three quarters up one and three quarters, 40 pound blocks at 182 and a half up a quarter, and grade AA butter at 239 up a quarter. The Class 3 futures, June is at 1630, that's up one. July 1708, down three. August 1735 down three, September 1755 up two, and those prices look to be generally up through December. That's it for me this week, or today rather. Boy, the week is just starting. I don't even know what day it is. Come on down to Osseo tonight uh, and visit with me a little bit if you want at our farmers market and our opening of Park Beach Music in the Park series down there. We always have a great time and I wouldn't mind visiting with you. We'll see you tomorrow. Join Mega Co-op Rewards today and start saving on gas at holiday. Every Mega Co-op member gets an automatic 3 cent per gallon discount on gas at holiday. And if you pay with cash, you can save even more. Not only that, Mega Co-op members get rewards for in-store purchases as well as other entertainment discounts around town. Not a member yet? Sign up today at megacoop.com and start saving on gas only at Holiday.
5: Get the Discover It Miles card, and they'll automatically match all the miles you earn at the end of your first year. Limitations apply for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel.
4: You know that maintaining your home indoors and out means working with the best brands. Lowe's helps you do it right by carrying trusted names like John Deere and Craftsman, and we help you save on them too. Now, when you buy a John Deere Z Track Zero Turn mower get a two hundred dollars Lowe's gift card via mail-in rebate, and you can get your choice of a Craftsman twenty volt max cordless string trimmer or a Craftsman two tool twenty volt max power tool combo kit for ninety nine dollars. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through six twenty six U.S. only. John Deere offer excludes California, Alaska, and Hawaii.